Arcadian Vanguard presents the Wrestling News in your daily wrestling newscast for Thursday, July 6, 2023. Good morning, I'm Mike Sempervivi. We begin today with last night's edition of AEW Dynamite broadcast live on TBS from Rogers Place in Edmonton, Alberta. Kenny Omega pinned Wheeler Yuta in the main event with the rest of the Elite making the save when the Blackpool Combat Club jumped Omega after the match to end the show. Here comes the Young Bucks and Hangman Adam Page, chairs in hand. Here comes the Elite, they're coming. Oh boy. The Young Bucks with the chairs in hand, even in the odds. And the BT Trigger will see a Friday night. Rampage 100 on In a blind eliminator tag team tournament match, AEW world champion MJF teamed with Adam Cole to defeat the team of Matt Menard and The Butcher. In an in-ring promo following the win, MJF led a birthday celebration for Cole singing happy birthday and ending the segment by going face first into the birthday cake. Good cake. Really good cake. Max, listen to me, and I swear to God, I mean this with with all sincerity. It was really nice of you to do all this for my birthday, so, Max, thank you, my friend. I didn't think Adam Cole might mean it. In another Blind Eliminator tournament match, Darby Allin and international champion Orange Cassidy teamed to beat Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland when Darby pinned Swerve. In an Owen Hart Cup women's tournament match, Ruby Soho defeated Britt Baker to advance. In other results, the acclaimed and Billy Gunn beat the Blade and the Bollywood Boys, and Chris Jericho confronted Don Callis in a promo segment in which Jericho appeared to tease potentially joining Callis in the Blackpool Combat Club. Now with a look at yesterday's New Japan Pro Wrestling show, here's the wrestling news' Lou Kippelman. New Japan Pro Wrestling ran the final night of back-to-back shows inside Tokyo's Corican Hall on Wednesday. Run under the NJPW Strong Banner, Independence Day Night 2 saw two championships change hands. All Elite Wrestling and Ring of Honor competitor Eddie Kingston upended Kenta to claim his first strong openweight title in 13 minutes and 30 seconds, pinning the former champion after a Northern Lights bomb. Another variation of a Northern Lights bomb also ended the strong women's championship match. Julia utilized the move to defeat Willow Nightingale in 13 minutes, 29 seconds, and become the second champion in the belt's history. Earlier in the show, Hiroki Goto and Yoshihashi defeated Gabe Kidd and Alex Coughlin to retain the IWGP World Tag Team Championship, while Clark Connors and Drilla Maloney topped Ricky Romero and Yo to retain the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Tag Team titles. The show's main event saw John Moxley defeat El Desperado in what was billed as a final death match. 
New Japan president Takami Obari took to Twitter to express his pleasure over the strong branded shows, saying, quote, When we launched this brand, we dreamed of growing it in the U.S. and one day holding a NJPW strong and packed Corican Hall. Our dream came true. This success is not only thanks to the fans who watched the show yesterday and today, but also to the fans in the U.S. and all over the world who have supported NJPW Strong until today. We will pursue the next dream. End quote. During the show, the company also officially announced Wrestle Kingdom 18 will take place at the Tokyo Dome on Thursday, January 4th. With January 5th not being announced, it appears as if Wrestle Kingdom will be going back to one night, for the first time since 2019's event. For the wrestling news, I'm Lou Kippelman. In television ratings news, this week's post-Money in the Bank edition of Monday Night Raw brought in an average of 1.828 million viewers to USA Network, down 7.3% from last week's 1.973 million according to WrestleNomics. In the hourly breakdown, Hour 1 drew 1.854 million, which dipped slightly to 1.843 million in Hour 2, then fell to 1.787 million for the final hour, marking a cumulative loss of 67,000 viewers over the course of the show. The rating in the key 18-49 to year old demo was 0.49, translating to 634,000 viewers, and down significantly from last week's 0.61. Last week's Raw saw its highest numbers since April 3rd and finished second on both cable and network television in the 18-49 demo, only trailing ESPN's coverage of the NCAA Men's Baseball World Series. Last Saturday's episode of AEW Collision on TNT Network averaged 452,000 viewers overall, down 24% from the previous week's 595,000 viewers, according to WrestleNomics. The rating in the key 18-49-year-old demographic was 0.13, representing 172,000 viewers on average. Viewership in the demo fell 100,000 viewers, or 38%, from last week's 0.21 rating. In other television news, All Elite Wrestling announced they have partnered with Televisa Univision for a new streaming deal that blankets Mexico, Latin America, and the Caribbean. In a press release, AEW announced beginning with last night's Dynamite that all three of the company's shows as well as televised specials such as Battle of the Belts plus an on-demand library will be available for premium subscribers of Televisa Univision's VIX streaming service across 52 countries and islands. Televisa Univision is the largest Spanish-language content producer in the world and its roots are planted in the Spanish Independent Network which began in 1962. The network became notable for, among other reasons, beaming promoter Mike LaBelle's Wrestling from the Olympic Auditorium in Los Angeles to its affiliates nationwide throughout the 1970s and into the 1980s. And in more news from AEW, Malachi Black and the House of Black will be exclusive to AEW Collision on Saturday nights going forward, per Black's own request to Tony Khan. Black commented on the request this week on Bobby Fish's Undisputed podcast saying, quote, I requested to be strictly on collision. I don't want people to get the pick. Saturday night, I get to see the House of Black. If I give you the option for Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday, you're going to go, it doesn't really matter. I'll tune in whenever. They'll be here. I don't want to lose the polish, end quote. The House of Black currently holds AEW's World Trios Championship, Black himself has yet to make his official Collision debut. 
With some legal news, here's the Wrestling News' Lou Kippelman. Longtime lead WWE attorney Jerry McDevitt plans to retire by the end of the year, according to a statement made by McDevitt to WrestleNomics, in which he also indicated this was the reason for WWE recently changing its representation in the ongoing antitrust lawsuit brought against the company by Major League Wrestling. Said McDevitt, quote, As you may know, since early 2022, I have been working towards retirement. I had hoped that the court would again dismiss MLW's lawsuit as it did the first time. When it did not, and it became obvious that the case would run into at least 2025 in all probability, I advised my client that I would be wrapping things up by year-end, and that it would make sense for them to secure counsel who can go the distance on the case now that discovery will be starting. There is also the chance that I might be a witness given the allegations. I will be 74 this January, and it just seems like the right time to make necessary transitions. End quote. McDevitt has represented WWE, and Vince McMahon in particular, since 1987, including during McMahon's highly publicized steroid trials of the early 1990s. Following the news, the official MLW Twitter account tweeted, quote, MLW just won its first retirement match. End quote. For the Wrestling News, I'm Lou Kippelman. More from Major League Wrestling. MLW Fusion aired on MLW's YouTube channel and featured matches taped on April 8th at the 2300 Arena in Philadelphia. The main event saw the Samoan SWAT team of Juicy Finau and Lance NOI defeat the second gear crew combination of Mance Warner and Manders in a hardcore match to make their third defense of the MLW World Tag Team title. The show, which served as the go-home for this Saturday's Never Say Never show on Fight Plus, opened with Akira making the first defense of his MLW World Welterweight Championship defeating Lince Dorado. The only other match saw Mandy Leone, who was accompanied by Raven, defeat Billy Starks. And I'd like to make one correction to yesterday's newscast. When discussing the TNT Network's scheduling of the upcoming AEW Battle of the Belt 7 special, I mistakenly mentioned that the show would be taking place after AEW Rampage on Friday, July 14th. Battle of the Belts is actually scheduled to take place Saturday, July 15th, immediately following AEW Collision, beginning at 10 p.m. Eastern Time. I apologize for the error. And before we leave you today, we'd like to remind you that however you consume your content, you can find the wrestling news 24 hours a day and seven days a week across social media. On Twitter, follow us at Wrestling News AV. Our Facebook page is also Wrestling News AV. The Wrestling News can also be found on the Arcadian Vanguard YouTube page. And for those who utilize Amazon Echo devices, just tell Alexa to play the Wrestling News podcast. And remember to make sure you add podcast at the end. Once again, For daily updates, breaking news, and more, follow the wrestling news across social media. And that's the news for today. If anything happens, we will be here to tell you about it. No clickbait, no paywall, just the wrestling news. The Wrestling News is a division of Arcadian Vanguard, and the Wrestling Newscast is a production of the Arcadian Vanguard Podcast Network.